재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 Thinking aloud What do you do with the mad that you feel? When you feel so mad you could bite When the whole world seems oh so wrong And nothing you do seems very right What do you do? Do you punch a bag? Do you pound some clay or some dough? Do you round up your friends for a game of tag? Or see how fast you can go? It's great to be able to stop when you've planned a thing that's wrong and be able to do something else instead and think this song. I can stop when I want to, can stop when I wish. I can stop, stop, stop anytime. And what a good feeling to feel like this and know that the feeling is really mine. Know that there's something deep inside that helps us become what we can. For a girl can someday be a woman, and a boy can someday be a man. The wise words of Mr. Fred Rogers. Ah, yeah? That's one of his songs that he wrote. You know, he was... I can stop when I want to, can stop when I wish. Yeah. Oh, never heard it. So he was... Uh, there was a lot of attention brought to this song because he appeared before a congressional or Senate hearing in the United States, and he was trying to get public funding for his children's television show. Mm-hmm. And at the end of this six-minute a l l o t of time, he read this song... to one of the members who is hearing his case. And the guy said, you know, like something like, I've, I've never felt like this before. Congratulations, you got, you got your money. And he was just so moved by the mission of Mr. Rogers to teach and inform children rightly, you know, about emotional development. Mr. Rogers, he was, he was known to like say that, oh, TV, it's got too, many, too much violence and kids. The last thing they need is another cartoon where, you know, Animals are bopping each other on the head. or Distraction. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, and I think uh, this poem says it right. You know, you've got the power. You've got the power to go. You've got the power to stop. And that power, as you know how to control it, that makes you a man or a woman. I think, you know, maturity doesn't really have to tend to do with age or with puberty or anything like that. Definitely. And I think that we find that as you grow older, Emotions and feelings are something to be dealt with. Mm-hmm. And maybe if you're trained as a child that, oh, the way that I can do this is oh, like what I see in front of me. You know, I, I can just let my emotions out in forms of, well, in the song it says biting or pounding dough and kind of explains the rationale of kids and sometimes why they have temper tantrums. But I think when we look at kids and we say temper tantrums, a lot of times we overlook the kind of, kinds of temper tantrums that we are okay with adults having. Okay. You know? I think as we're kind of looking in the, the events of the world <laughs> – They're happening so much. And, and I think it's, it's safe to say that, you know, some people, they, they're having temper tantrums. And you can either deal with those feelings or you can just keep them all inside and uh, join camps with Simon and Garfunkel. <laughs> Here's I'm a Rock. A winter's day In a deep and dark December I am 
Simon and Garfunkel with I am a rock. Are you a rock, Panita? Sometimes I like to think that I'm quite strong. But uh, again, we as humans have many multiple sides to us. So there are some times that we can deal with certain situations, certain obstacles, certain emotions. I think that even if you are strong, it doesn't mean that you don't feel emotions. Just like Simon and Garfunkel singing, you know, like they're like... Isolating themselves, uh-huh. they're they're you know building up the barricades and walls from feeling a certain ways. I, I'm not, I, you know I'm not going to feel this, so I'll never cry. I'll Be never like feel Stone, Cold, Stone, Stone Cold, Stone Cold Steve, Steve Austin. Austin. There we go. <laughs> but yeah, uh, going back to what you were talking about, you know, temper tantrums to say the least as adults. You know that we're seeing all over the world around the uh, around uh, you know terrorist attacks and uh, some attacks that we don't even call terrorism, an act of terrorism. You know, I think uh, it's definitely terrifying to to be in uh, to be in Las Vegas, to sure. be in an environment where everybody's having a great time, going to an outdoors concert. And even if you weren't there present at the time, it's very difficult to go through the the post process mm-hmm. of that. You know, if there's a lot of people, you know, living outside of that city and around the world who hear these terrorist attacks, Barcelona, Paris, even the one that just happened in Somalia, mm-hmm. and processing those as even people who weren't part of it, but understanding why did these things happen? What is it that causes people? And, you know, sometimes we boil it down to, you know, hate and people have a specific hate or they have a specific ideology that they that they're trying to see the fruition of. But then let's look at an example like the Vegas shooting. People still don't know really, you know, how to talk about that because they can't classify it into maybe uh, an ethnicity or a specific religion or a specific kind of like motto in his life, or right? Anything like that, but it's definitely still an, a domestic act of terrorism. And I guess because there wasn't a specific target, a specific audience, um, it wasn't just only the women, it wasn't only the men, it wasn't only people wearing turbans or of a certain religion, right? I guess it was just a person who. Who needed to deal with certain issues, and then it goes back to gun control with that issue. But uh, yeah, for sure. So maybe there's a growing bitterness inside, and a and an unchecked, unchecked emotions. And there's a sentiment going around. I, I find is that people say, "Well, I I feel this way. This is the way I feel," and because it's the way they feel, or because it's the way I feel, you know, I I think, well, then it's right. You know, shouldn't. If I feel this way, then that's that's right, and that's the way it should be. But so, what do you think? Do you think you can control your feelings? Yes, or I. Th- I mean, can I control them? I mean, to a certain point where I yeah make myself stone cold maybe, and I don't feel them. But I don't think that's good. I think you should feel the feelings, but you should know what to do with them. You know, you're not you're not controlled mm-hmm. by them. You don't have to be manipulated oh, by your emotions. Very true, but sometimes a lot of people are. I think that's where the hot temper comes out. The temper controls you. So for for a moment or two, you kind of forget the reason why you're angry, perhaps, and you just focus on that emotion, and then you try to uh, deal with that, whether it's violently or aggressively through your words or anything like that. Well, I think maybe that's probably the better solution is to talk it out and to deal with it with your words. And I think we can all agree that if you're resorting to violence to let out that pent-up rage or unchecked emotions, it's probably not the right thing to do. And by probably, I mean it's not the right thing to do. So what did you do when you were a kid? Did you have temper tantrums? Actually, when I was a kid, there was this metal pole that we, you know, was part of a playground that we would slide down. Uh-huh. And I would grab a stick and I would hit that pole as hard as I could. Go, really? Clink, 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 clink. And then from that point on, I would remember in my mind that image. So sometimes I would get so angry that I would imagine hitting that pole. But 
thankfully, you know, I grew out of that phase. Yeah, I grew out of that. I, I, <laughs> I don't necessarily have have that issue anymore. Sure. Thankfully. So hopefully everybody out there could also learn how to control and we'll work on it too. I guess it's something that is always ongoing. It's an ongoing process. We'll leave you guys with Simple Minds. Here's Chelsea Girl. Thank you.